The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Meadow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out meadow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. Love referrals. Yes, we do. Marketing is great. External, internal, whatever you want to call it. But there's nothing as good as when a patient is sent to you and they already know how great your practice is. So I'm going to give you a really cool way to get a lot of referrals in your practice. On today's episode of the Dental Practice Fixers podcast, I'm Dr. Richard Maddow. I'm co-founder of the Matter Center for Dental Practice Success, and I'm your host today on The Fixers. And of course, if you're a regular listener, you know that by the time this podcast is finished, we're going to do a couple secret shopper calls. And while they just get worse and worse, or scarier and scarier, or maybe we could say each one becomes a better learning experience for you and your practice, because I hope you are learning not to make the same mistakes that most dental practice seem to be making all across North America. So let's get down to it. But before I talk about this really cool referral method, I want to remind you that as great as referrals are, there's something else that's great, and that is lowering your overhead and having it on autopilot every single month. And the best way to do that is to do the same thing we do at the Matto Center, and that is to use Stacks by Fat Merchant for your credit card processing. Why? Well, because they don't charge that nasty overage percentage every time somebody whips out a credit card. They just charge a very low, flat monthly fee same fee every month. So people using charge cards instead of getting dinged a percentage by your processor, use Stacks by Fat Merchant and you'll pay a low monthly fee. Go to matto.com slash save, M-A-D-O-W.com slash S-A-V-E to find out more. Okay, so recently we did a webinar and it was called 10 Ways to Generate Referrals for Your Practice Without Begging, Pleading, and sounding desperate. You know, man, asking for referrals, I've heard the craziest things in courses. I mean, I'm talking about major practice management speakers say things like, look your patient right in the eye and tell them, if they don't refer patients, you may not be able to keep the practice open and they won't be able to get their great dental care. So please refer some patients. I heard another speaker, a really good speaker, say something like, you need to bring every patient into your private office and say to them, in order to remain a patient here, you have to refer three patients of equal or greater value to you. What are you talking about? How do you even know the value? And how do you quantify the value of a patient? That's something that a patient in your practice should never even hear, let alone ask them to send in patients and, and start talking about their value. These ways don't make sense. Even the old method of, well, when a patient says how much they like your practice, you say, oh, if you've got any friends or family members who would like to come in, please let me know. Here are my cards. Ah, we feel desperate. We feel like we're begging. We're pleading. It's uncomfortable. And these ways just don't work because we don't do them because we hate doing them. So recently I did a webinar called 10 Ways to Generate Referrals Without Begging, Pleading, or Sounding Desperate. And you can actually access it if you are a member of it's not really a membership, but if you're listening to or watching the Dental Practice Fixers podcast, you can go watch this webinar for free. 
It's on our website. Just go to matto.com slash webinars. That's with an S, matto.com slash webinars. Or just go to matto.com and look around. We've got a bunch of webinars on there that are no charge, and you'll really like them. But just to whet your appetite, W-H-E-T, your appetite, so to speak. I'm going to give you one way that I talked about on that webinar. Now, I'll give a disclosure. Of all the 10 ways that I gave, this one is the most difficult to pull off. It will take the most time. It will take the most planning. Most of the other ways take 10 seconds. I mean, some of them literally take 10 seconds and they get patients coming to your practice. This one takes some time and some planning, but I want to talk about it because I think it's a really cool way to, to uh, establish yourself even more so in the community. You know, something we talk about a lot, and that is being not just a dentist, not just a dental practice, but an actual member of your community. So here's something we did this in my practice several times, and it worked great. And as you'll see, it's good for society. It's good for people. It's, it helps others, which is always great. Whenever you can do anything that helps your practice, but also helps others, well, boy, that's a win, 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 win. So this way is to get involved with a local charity. And let's just say that you have a team meeting. And now, you know, in most dental teams, in between the dentist and the team members, there's a charity that really hits home for people. It could be um, the Juvenile Diabetes Foundation. It, it could be, you know, it could be a number of things. Let's say in this case, you've decided that you want to support the um, Alzheimer's Association. Great charity, they really need your help. Um, you know, they, they do a lot of outreach to Alzheimer's patients. They're trying to find a cure for this horrible disease, all these great things. So whatever charity you pick, I'm sure it'll be a fine charity. But let's just say that we decided we wanna help the Alzheimer's Association. Now, as you know, as with most charities, they have their national chapter and they have their local chapter. So you wanna focus on the local chapter. Now, who is on the board of these local chapters of national charities. Well, it's the most influential people in your community. It's the business leaders. It's the people who know how to network. And then they have tons of volunteers who are also great people and would love to help out. So you're going to be affiliated with a bunch of great people when you help a local charity. Obviously, that's good for many reasons. So most charities have a month where they really do most of their outreach effort. They might call it awareness month or whatever. And I know in our community in Baltimore, typically they have a race or a walk or a fun run or a 5k or whatever you want to call it. So um, the Alzheimer's Association has a walk to end Alzheimer's. They have it every year and they get participants to, uh, you know, ask people to donate for their walks. And then it ends with this little fair with booths and they've got the t-shirts. It's a really, really cool event. So let's say that you choose to get involved with that event in your area. Well, contact them way ahead of time and say, we'd like to be involved. And this is how we'd like to be involved. We want to make a nice donation to your charity. And here's how we'd love to do it. For every new patient we get, now I, I can't remember, I think the month is October, but you know, it's going to vary from charity to charity, of course. For every new patient we get in the month of October, we'll donate $100 to the charity. So if you could help us, that'll be great. As a matter of fact, I know you publish a monthly newsletter. Could you let me write an article there on dental health awareness? And then you could tell them that for every new patient we get in the month of October, we're going to donate $100 to your charity. And then see if the leaders of your community who are on the board of this charity will send an email to their lists. And if the charity will send an email to their list saying that, hey, you're being helped by the office of Dr. Jones, and they've been so generous, 
that for every new patient they get in the month of October, they're going to donate $100 to the charity. So if you've ever been looking for a new dentist, now's the time to do it. And also, please, could we have a booth at the post-race exhibit fair? And we'll do the same thing. We'll do a dental health awareness thing. We'll do oral cancer screenings, you know, blood, whatever it takes, whatever it takes, we'll meet the community. And if people make an appointment from the booth, we'll donate $100. Now they're excited. I mean, they can get a nice donation. They're being endorsed, so to speak, by another healthcare practitioner. So that's all cool. You get the name of your office on the t-shirts. All these things work together. And even if you don't get that many new patients from it, the community awareness and the people that you will meet by doing this. And if you do it right, you will meet participants in the walk. You'll meet people who've come to the little community health fair at the end of the walk. Most importantly, you will meet your community leaders, the business leaders, the networkers. You'll meet all these people through that. And these are the most fantastic connections to make. So even if you don't get that many new patients, even if your donation isn't that large, this outreach will help your office in so many ways. And you will be doing the reverse. You'll be bringing notice to a local charity who is a great cause who could really use your help. So again, it's a hand in hand, um, one hand, whatever. It's a win-win, whatever you want to call it. It's a great thing for your practice. It's a great thing for the charity that you choose. And most importantly, let's face it, most importantly, it's a great thing for the people in the end who will benefit from these donations that people make because of the awareness and the new patients who will benefit from your expertise in oral health care. So everybody wins and it's so much fun. You can have members of your office participate in the walk and then they'll man the booth afterwards. It's just great for everyone. So that is one of the 10, actually 11 ways because I gave a bonus tip that I covered in this webinar ways to generate referrals without begging, pleading, or sounding desperate. And again, you can check it out, no charge. Go to matto.com slash webinars. It will be up there and no charge for a limited amount of time. So please do it soon. And as I said, this was the most complicated um, method that I talked about on this webinar. Some of them literally take five seconds. Most of them are much easier, um, but this is a great one. And I love this one. And it's very near and dear to me too, because we did it in my practice and everybody had such a great time. It, it Just alone, it's great for team building, for bonding amongst the dental team. So, so many good things come out of this. And of course, whenever you help a charity, you feel great about it. So, okay, cool thing to do. Now, go to matto.com slash webinars when this podcast is over and check it out. So I think you know what time it is. It's time we get to our mystery shopper calls. So again, I'm kind of getting back to basics on these calls. So this one, it's um, a new mover to the area. They know they need a couple of crowns. And their question is, can they be done on the same day? Great question. I know I need two crowns. I want to get them done on the same day. Who doesn't want this patient? Do you think that either of the offices I called reached out and said, let's get you in here. Let's get the doctor to take a look and see what's going on there. Welcome to our practice. We'd love to have you as a patient. In many circumstances, yes, we can do those crowns on the same day, whatever. Well, let's find out. Let's go over here to Command Central and play call number one. Let's see what happens. Dental, how can I help you? Hi, I've got a question for you. Um, I recently moved to the area, and I, I know that I need two crowns. My last dentist told me that. 
Um, so I want to get them done pretty soon. But I just wanted to know, could two crowns be done on the same visit or does it have to be two separate visits? It depends on the where those two teeth are located. Mm-hmm. Are they on the same side or is, are they on a different location? I think they're both on the right side. One's on the top and one's on the bottom. Okay, is it both on the right side? Mm-hmm. Okay, if they're both on the right side, you know, it all depends on what the doctors think. But if it's on the same side, we could do it together. But most likely, doctor will recommend one at a time. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Why do they like to do one at a time? I do not know. I, can, I cannot honestly tell you because, like I say, if it, they're on the same side, upper or lower, we could do on the same time, at the same time, because since they're both on the same uh, same side, and you could always use on the opposite side to chew or eat, um, you know, to use. Mm-hmm. But depending on how, I guess it has everything to do with if the, how the tooth is like. Mm-hmm. So that is hard for me to answer that because it's all up to the doctor. But if there is no issue with the tooth whatsoever and it just needs a simple crown and on the same side, yes, doctor could do both on the same day. Got it. Good, good. And how much is a simple crown usually? All right. Now we have the crown promotion going for $799 per crown. Oh, wow. That's a heck of a promotion. Mm-hmm. And, and right. how does insurance work into that if I have insurance? Oh, it depends on what type of coverage you have that we need to verify. So we go by your coverage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because yeah, I do not know what type of insurance you have or what type of coverage you have. So hard for me to answer that. Right. I know it's really good insurance. It's not the kind where like I have to go to a network or a list or anything like that. It's, it's uh, you know, more mm-hmm. traditional type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, in most insurance, if you have a PPO, usually it's 50-50. So whatever the um, the price is according to your insurance company, because we don't use our fee when it comes to insurance. So if the, for example, if the insurance fee is $800 for the crown, then most likely it's 50-50. That's what the PPO usually have the coverage for major service. So you'll be responsible for 400 and the insurance payout will be another $400. Oh, that's really good. Cool. Okay. Got it. Right. That, that's excellent. Well, thanks so much for all the information. Mm-hmm. It's much appreciated. Sure. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye now. What? What just happened here? Did you hear my enthusiasm at the end? That's really good. Oh, the, the fee is really low. Oh, you work with the insurance. That's great. I mean, I was so excited to come in. She never even came close to offering me an appointment. I was so confused during this call. Well, we don't use our fee, we use the insurance. That sounds like insurance fraud to me. I don't know, they're doing an $800 promo, but if you have insurance, they're gonna charge you 1200. I mean, she didn't come out and say that, but it sounded a little suspicious, didn't it? But most of all, um, she went way too deep in the, I asked her a clinical question. Why, you know, why sometimes can they do the two crowns at the same time and why other times they can't? And, you know, this was such a lead in for her to say, well, that's a great question. And the best thing to do is to come in and have the dentist take a look so they can tell you exactly what's going on and they can answer that question for you very accurately. I mean, geez, that was such an opening. Yes, it's a great question. Come in. Let's find out. A new patient, new to the area. They have great insurance. They need two crowns. 
she was, we were on the call for three minutes, three minutes of my time, of her time invested in this. And she never even made an attempt to get me in. I don't know, man. Could that possibly happen again? Let's do one more call and find out. There's no way that could happen again. No. Good morning. Way. Thanks for calling Dr. C office. This is Emily speaking. Um, I have a question for you. I'm new to the area, sure. but my, my old dentist uh, told me I needed two crowns, probably needed two crowns. Um, okay. Is that something that, that typically I could get done at the same time, at the same visit? Yeah, it just takes a longer visit. Like if you were going to come in for two crowns, I'd plan on being here for about two hours. Mm -hmm. But you can have both done at the same time. Where are they in your mouth? Uh, I think one's like on the upper right and one's on the lower right, I believe. Okay. So the, just the thing to question would be, are you okay with being numb on top and bottom? Mm. If you're okay with that. Yeah. I see. Like, yeah. I'll be like slobbering all over the place. <laughs> your whole half of your, your right side would be numb. Okay. For how long That's do you think? too much. Like a, um, it just depends on how quickly you metabolize the, the anesthesia, um, the shot. It's uh, anybody or everyone is different, excuse me. Um, I mean, it could be anywhere from, you know, some people metabolize it extremely quickly and like within the hour they feel completely fine. Some stay numb for two to three hours. So it just depends. Okay, cool. And is that typically covered by insurance? It depends on which insurance you have and what your coverage is like with them. Who do you have for insurance? It's it's through my wife. She's with the Department of Defense. Okay. Do you know which particular company? I don't. I can certainly find out very easily, though. Okay. Yeah. So that would be something that I would, um, if you want to know ahead of time, you can call and ask them. We're not in network with insurance companies um, specifically for this reason. You have a maximum on your insurance, and once you hit that, then you end up paying out of pocket. Mm -hmm. So um, you may have some out-of-network coverage as long as it's a PPO plan. But if you're looking at two crowns being done, you're going to max out on your insurance. Mm -hmm. The typical coverage is about 2000 a year. Mm -hmm. So you'll max out with that with two crowns, I but you can it. always give them the, you can always tell them that you're looking at a crown and um, give them the fee and see what they'll cover of that. Got it. So I have to know the fee if ahead of time sense. to do that. Right. Right. Okay. I think it all makes sense. Yeah. Thank you so much for the info. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. And if you decide to move forward, um, just another Thing for our office, you can have everything done here. You don't have to have a crown prep here and then go somewhere else for the crown. We do everything in office. Okay. That's what I would okay. have expected. Okay, great. Thanks so much. Yeah. Okay. You're welcome. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. That was a weird ending, was it? Are there any offices where they prep the crown at the practice and then send you somewhere else for the insert? I can't say I've ever heard of that before. If any of our listeners have heard of that, please let me know. Send me an email, rich, R-I-C-H, at .com. But I'm thinking most practices, the prep crowns do the inserts as well. That was I think she was a little confused about something. I also wasn't sure how, um, if I have a 2000 per year max, I'm going to max out my insurance on two crowns. 
your fee would have to be over $2,000 per unit for that to happen, which I think would be a really, really high fee. Um, although I know some people are charging that. And then I, I loved how she started talking about metabolizing the anesthesia. That was pretty, pretty high end there. Most people wouldn't even know what she's talking about. Um, but yeah, she was nice. She was certainly patient. I think she gave way too much information. The, both the uh, the um, anesthesia metal metabolization information was a bit much, and all the insurance um, gobbledygook back and forth really was confusing. But the main thing is, of course, she had a very interested patient who wanted two crowns and made zero attempt to get the appointment. What are we gonna do? If I call your office, please promise me that you're gonna ask for the appointment. Please, 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 pretty please. I want you to do it. So maybe that will happen next week. But for now, I'm gonna sign off again. If you want to check out that webinar I talked about, great ways to get referrals without begging, pleading, or sounding desperate, just go to matto.com or matto.com slash webinars. And if you wanna save money every month and lower your overhead, Use Stacks by Fat Merchant for your credit card processing because they don't charge a percentage, just a low, low, low monthly fee. That's matter.com slash save. So until next time, thanks for joining me on the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. I'm Dr. Richard Matto, co-founder, along with my brother, Dr. David Matto of the Matto Center for Dental Practice Success. And I'll see you soon. At least I hope so. Thanks so much. Bye.